Hello, hello. I thought I would make a comeback episode on one of the most depressing few weeks in the U.S. as of now, coming off, I don't know, maybe 50 shootings, a misogynistic trial. <laughs> like, literally, all I wanted to be this year was a complete bimbo and the U.S. will not let me have that. I, they, they knew and they, like, I'm going to be the one to stop everything, but they fully have taken advantage of that. I am so annoyed. But anyways, I want to, you know, what is complaining? It's nothing. It does nothing for us. It does nothing good. There is no point in complaining unless you plan to do something about it and take action. And I went, um, last week, yeah, last week I went to a, like, march, well, we didn't march, we stood in place, but a little rally that, like, young people put together for school shootings in New York, and... Honestly, it was kind of disappointing because there was more media there, I would say, than people. And I feel so bad for those kids because they were like, this is the last shooting we're ever going to have to deal with, talking about the one in Texas. And then um, we've had like 20 cents and I loved their energy and spirit and I feel awful that the U.S. government decides to do nothing, and I love that China has put in a complaint, I don't know what you would say, to the U.N. telling them to look into the U.S. not caring about school shootings. So at least someone has students' backs. That's not the U.S. government, but hey, thank you, China, for that. Um... (laughs) But anyways, and then with the whole Amber Heard-Donnie Depp trial, I'll be honest, I didn't watch it. I thought it was so embarrassing. Why are these people putting... I mean, it's Johnny's fault. He's the one who sued someone who wrote an article. My understanding is she wrote an article, didn't mention names, and he's suing her for her freedom of speech. That has now been taken away. So that's cool that a rich white man can control someone else's freedom of speech. But hey, it's America. We already knew that. (laughs) It's just like, and then a guy in Virginia murdered his date that was trans and he got off on it. He murdered his date who was trans and is completely found not guilty, has, can roam the street. So happy Pride, too. (laughs) It's just crazy. So I am more anti-American than ever. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leave. If anyone complains about me having opinions, well... I just don't want my money to go pay for police 
who stand outside of a school while it's being shot up and then tries to blame the teacher. That's kind of where I'm at mentally. I just hate everything that's happening. I'm in shock because it's not normal and people are acting like all of the things I just read out that have happened in a week are completely normal. That you're not allowed to have freedom of speech to say you're a victim of domestic violence when she clearly was. Whether she faked bruises or not. I don't know. I know that's like some people's complaints, but... Anyways, how can you prove that she did or didn't? I'm so confused. But anyways, I thought it was interesting though. I watched a guy's video talking about narcissism and how Johnny Depp is like the epitome of a narcissist controlling her even in the courtroom saying, you cannot look at me, you cannot look at me, you will never see these eyes again, wearing sunglasses, laughing at her doing everything to kind of try and push her buttons. And with me not watching, like I've seen clips obviously, but I will say if his kids aren't there in the courtroom, something's not right. (laughs) Like if your own children don't stand beside you, then I don't know what to tell you. He's not a good guy. But anyways... So I haven't been wanting to record because I've just been like, that's a shit show. The U.S. is a complete shit show and it's just depressing and I don't want to complain. So I'm sorry. That was five minutes of me complaining. So let's reel it back in, reel it back down to entertainment for LOLs. Because that's the state of mind I want to be in is in an LOL at all times. I started watching a show, I keep falling asleep, but I'm making myself finish it. It's insane, like, it's a British show called The Baby on HBO, and it's about a baby who's essentially evil, like, everywhere it goes, bad things, like, people are dying. And sometimes do you feel like that with certain people? If you're around them, you're like, bad things just happen. So, I don't know. I just thought it was... It's supposed to be, like, a scary comedy. So, I'm making myself finish it because it is kind of funny. But where I'm at right now, they're, like, planning on murdering the baby. But the baby has to be asleep. (laughs) It's so insane. I If it was like... I think I just like the way British shows are filmed so I can watch them easier even if the plot is insane like that. I just like the lighting and everything a little bit better. But... So that is the only thing I feel like I'm watching. So people decided to mow right behind me, so if you can hear that, uh, I don't know. It's love, laugh, love with a mowed lawn. My least favorite thing. It hurts my allergies, but whatever. 
So I saw this thing where someone was talking about, um, it seems like it's called different things, but on this one particular website, astro.com, it's called Astro Click Travel. So you put in like your time, your date of birth, place, etc. And then it puts like where you should like, it puts lines all over the map and then it tells you what each line means. Like one is good for travel, one's good for money. Like basically where you should live, where you would thrive. And it's super interesting, but it involves like going through very like detailed of a map of a world map and it's kind of confusing I am a hundred percent right brained so reading a map with lines it's like my two least favorite things I think I might need to pay someone to read this for me but some of it is it seems interesting if I can figure it out because then there's like a thousand different sublines. But, yeah, I think I really want to pay and have, like, some kind of reading because I've never done it. And then I'm watching all these things that are like, this is the career you should do if you're a Leo in the 10th house, which I am. So that's why I just gave that example. Um, (laughs) And that, I guess, is your 10th house is your career. And the girl was like, you need to be seen. You'd be a great actress, dancer, etc., etc. So I just want a full proper reading rather than going off someone off social media's just general take. I don't know, but I do love the idea of the way it was explained was certain areas like you will just thrive better like things will flow better you can obviously live wherever you want and it's just like you can marry whoever you want but certain things are gonna work better and just be better so that's where I'm at I want to live where things are just better and it is funny because on my map I mean, my lines kind of avoid the U.S., except they do go through kind of California, a little bit of the center, and then it goes right through New York. But it's like different lines mean different things. That doesn't mean that's where I'm supposed to live. Actually, New York, it's like, seems like, I don't know that I should be living there. But I just found it really interesting to where I'm like, I want a full proper reading to figure out if what that's about. Because it is confusing because when I'm telling you, there's like a lot of lines. (laughs) Visually, just know there's a lot of lines coming from different directions. But yeah, so if you know of a really good astrologer, just let me know. I, by the way, bought my first, believe it or not, I don't really smoke weed. I don't really care about it unless I'm like going to sleep. But since I'm not really drinking anymore, 
I do, I am dabbling and experimenting and I feel like I don't really care to drink anymore. It's just like not my vibe right now. But I bought my first like legal joint at a market. Like they were selling shrooms and like microdosing of shrooms and joints. So I bought a joint. I smoked like one day I smoked more than I should have and then I like went back to my friend's place and because I was going to meet her to eat and I was just going to take her dog with me. So I go upstairs, I get her dog and I'm like, oh my god, I am very high. We go down the elevator. No one is ever on her elevator. Like, it never stops. It's just, like, you go all the way down to the lobby and you get off. This day it stops. And I was like, oh, God. And then, you know, you're like, oh, look normal. Like, you just, whatever. (laughs) And then it goes down. And when we get down, there was, like, five people waiting outside the elevator, which there's never, like, a crowd. It was the weirdest thing. The dog goes through the crowd, jumps up up on this girl, and I'm like, come on, Ollie. I was like, is that Sydney Sweeney? And then I'm like, and then she says, hi, puppy. And it sounded just like her. And then I told my friend, but I also said I was very high. Like, I could totally be making it up. Because she was wearing sunglasses. (laughs) And when we get back, my friend asked her front desk. And it was indeed her. So, I don't want to give away her private life. But, anyways, it just, it was her. That's all I'll say. I think it was last week. I had, like, an interview for a job that sounded really cool. Like, parts of it. I was unsure about but anyways I would have absolutely taken it it was for a cool company so I did all of this research like I've never really done where it was saying how you should answer certain interview questions and especially when it's HR interviewing you they're not gonna ask you things that like the manager like someone who you would work in the actual role would ask you so those are like the kind of questions I feel like I need to be more prepped for because I know how to do my job so I don't need to prep for that as much as I would like the HR like standard questions like anyways and then I was doing like all this research and it was saying you should never give your salary like range make them say their budget for that range and so I did that I was like oh since you're like an expert at the company what do you think the range should be for this role like what's the budget and then she answered so now I'm always gonna say that I'm never gonna throw a number I'm gonna Apparently, sometimes they will force you to give a number, but I'm always going to try and make them give me a number so you don't lowball yourself because you could buy like $20,000 if you're not careful. 
And then another weird thing happened where a woman reached out for a job I never applied to. Just said, like, you'd be perfect for this. Would you be interested? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like, that sounds great. She then proceeds to basically... And then she's like, all right, when can you set up, like, talk? And I give her a time. And then she basically is like, I can't do that day... Could you do... I don't know what she asked. But basically, then we... She, like, ghosts me for a few days after I responded, like, a time and date that I could do it. And then she says, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Can you do Wednesday? So, like, two days ago. I say yes. She never emails me, never responds. And every time she ghosts me someone else from her same company like I don't want to say the company because it's obviously very well known will be checking my LinkedIn right after I email so I don't know if it's her assistant or what and then the same thing happened on Wednesday I'm like hey just checking in I hope you had a great holiday weekend did you want to set like set up a time to talk today or this week doesn't respond and then again someone from the company looks at my LinkedIn I don't understand what's happening because I'm like, I didn't ask for this. You did this to me. It's like when you date someone, you don't even want to date and then they like treat you like shit. You're like, I never wanted this. You did this to me. But yeah, that's just like weird. And then how? Okay, so like job ghosting is like shitty I think most people would just want to hear like we've moved on or I don't know like what do you say like I never applied for this so like I don't even know but I think most people want to hear if they didn't get the job and then you can be like great if there's ever anything in the future let me know or whatever it doesn't have to be weird at least you just know But does that same rule, like, go for dating? Like, most people will not let you know you didn't get a job. You just never hear from them. And But then would that same thing go for dating? I am a ghoster, and I've probably been ghosted. I don't know. I feel like if you literally went on one to two dates with someone, you owe them nothing. But there was a guy I met at a bar and we like exchanged numbers and he keeps texting like paragraphs and I just like don't respond because my brain is just somewhere else and I just don't feel like I owe anyone like long explanations that I don't know. Like I don't know him and we like met at a bar like we didn't even go on a date so is that rude? Or do I just, like, I feel like that is rude. But I'm just too stressed with, like, a thousand other things. So I'm sorry to that man. But I don't know what to tell you. I guess you just, like, don't give people your number (laughs) to. But I am thinking, and I think I have, like, texted a guy, and then he just never responded, and then I just was like, okay, whatever, and moved on. So to me, that is, like, them 
not responding is the response in my brain. So it's fine, I think. But it, it probably is nicer to send a response. But I just feel like we're at the... It's just culture. <laughs> it's the culture to not. <laughs> Alright, so let's talk about health and beauty. So I did buy some microdosing vitamins or whatever you want to call it. So you do like three to four days on, three to four days off. I'm officially starting today. So I'll have to give an update on that. If you believe in manifesting, it's supposed to help you with that. Whether it does or doesn't, we'll find out. And then another random tip that I heard someone talk about on a podcast, so I've started to do it, is putting grapeseed oil on your face before you wash it. So you like you use it to take off your makeup. But she was saying like any kind of face wash is so drying for your entire body. She puts oil on her entire body before getting in the shower. Which I haven't done but maybe I'll start doing. Because I've noticed my elbows and knees are getting like kind of ashy. But... Um, yeah, so that is like one thing. I just found grapeseed oil. Like, I was going to several grocery stores, couldn't find it, and then found it in the beauty section at Whole Foods. Like, they didn't have it in the cooking aisle. You go to the beauty section, and then there's a little bottle. So, it was it's just a way for them to charge you more for less. But, anyways, <laughs> it worked because I got it. And I've gotten really into press-on nails, which I got some from Static. And then I got some others from another random brand from Target, and they're not lasting as long. So I might try the glue from the Static on these Target nails to see. It was like, they're both supposed to be vegan, cruelty-free glue, so... But it seems like the static one must be better. But I'm just into it because it doesn't ruin your nail underneath. And then if you decide you hate the color or the shape or whatever, you can just pop it off. But it's cool because you just have like a manicure without having to sit for so long. Like I hate getting my nails done because it takes over an hour and you're just sitting and staring and smelling chemicals even though I do like the smell of a nail salon I'll be honest I also love the smell of a hair salon even though I hate sitting there for so long it smells I don't know if it's like burnt hair or what but it smells so good to me and then I saw a picture of a girl with bleached hair and like a pixie cut and I swear in another life when I don't have a misshaped head that I have and I have a big head, like a big, big head, I would totally get, like, bleach my hair and do a pixie cut because it is the cutest thing to me and I have, like, black eyebrows so I just feel like I like that vibe. 
if I didn't have a big ass. Big ass head. When I tell you it's big, I bought a vintage shirt and the hole is so small. Like, I have to be like, uh, and it pushes, like, my face, my nose. It looks like, you know when people put their head in pantyhose? That's what my face looks like when I put on this vintage shirt. And I'm like, were people's heads just really small in the 70s? And then I'm like, I think I just have a really big, big head. And one time when I was seeing this guy and I had to pull that shirt off, I'm like, please look, look away while I take this shirt off. And it's going to like contort my entire But yeah, big head problems. I also can't fit into like normal helmets. So when I've like zip lined or horseback ride, it's so embarrassing because it's like we need another size. But yeah, um, and then I've also been do- started doing the laser hair removal on my legs. And it's funny because it works. Because you can see where I've missed. And it's so clear and obvious. Like these thick dark pack- patches. And like it's funny. But it's crazy to me that at home lasers work. Because they're like $200. And that's the price of a single session if not more the only place I'm like is this working with my armpit but maybe it is working and I just have really hairy armpits so that is probably the case oh another show back on tv that me and that I watch with someone like why why am I giving detail But that I watched was a documentary on a doctor who implanted his sperm into over a hundred women. Like, has, like, a hundred children. Like, there are no laws against doctors doing that, at least at the time. I don't know if it's changed, but it seems like there's no laws against it. And so it was, like... Not only was he, instead of, like, if they were trying to use a donor, like, they picked out a donor, he would use his sperm instead. But also, even if it was, like, the dad and mom doing, like, an IVF treatment, he was using his sperm instead. So families who always thought their dad was their dad... The doctor was their dad. And so when 23andMe came out, it was this entire shit show of all these matches of half-siblings. And most of them didn't even know their parents had used a fertility doctor. Like, that was just never talked about. So they had no idea. And then this one woman, like, took it upon herself to... Anytime there was a new match, she would call them, give them the talk of, like, basically tell them what it was. And when you're ready to talk, let me know. Because sometimes people are in such shock, they don't want to talk for, like, months. 
but it turns out the doctor was in some kind of cult and it's like seems kind of like Nazi-ish like they want to keep it blonde hair blue eyed I forget what the cult is called but it's the Duggar family I've never seen that show but I think it's the Duggar family they're a part of that cult I think because we looked on their website and then those people were like advertised on the website so if they're not a part of it I'm sorry but it seems like it what they are I don't know Anyways, I've never seen the Duggars, so I have no idea what they're doing. But it's scary, and it reminded me, like, I just went and stayed at, like, like a Marriott Inn or whatever. Like, one of those, like, hotels that aren't nice but aren't not nice, and then they have breakfast. So I went down there, got stuck on the elevator, and the only... (laughs) So I'm going down for breakfast. I get stuck on the elevator and it's not move. It seems like it didn't even move floors. Like it's just stuck. And I'm like freaking out because my phone won't even work. I'm in clothes. I don't want to be seen in, but I was quickly just going to go grab coffee and go back upstairs. And then... It seemed like it wasn't moving, so I'm pressing all the floors, being like, all right, it'll just open. And then there's a buzzer, so I keep pressing the buzzer. Because the last thing I want to do is hit the call button when I have to talk to someone. (laughs) So I'm like, buzz, 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 buzz. No, No response. I don't, I mean, like, who's getting that buzz? I don't know. But it was loud as fuck, and no one was responding. So then I finally hit the talk button and I'm like hey I'm stuck I don't know who I'm talking to is it 911 is it I have no idea and they all like it was like cutting in and out and I'm like I can't hear you and they I think said I'll be there soon no one ever comes it's like five minutes or whatever and eventually the door just opens But no one's waiting outside to be like, oh, sorry, or anything. It was so weird. So, and by the way, I had texted my mom and sister being like, I'm stuck on the elevator. Neither of them went to the front desk or did anything. So that's the kind of family I have. Like, I literally went down to there and my sister was just sitting eating. And I'm like, did you tell the front desk? She's like, no. I was going (laughs) to... Like, my family is mentally insane. Like, they will not go out of their way for, not for me, maybe other people, but definitely won't be for me. So anyways, I make it downstairs. I get my coffee and I'm sitting with my sister who can't help anyone. And then this family came and they kept coming. Like, there was at least 10 of them, and my whole point, and then the mom comes with a newborn, so maybe that family is a part of it, because I was like, people still have this many kids, and when I walked past them, they were talking about what time mass to go to or whatever, 
So that just reminded me of this but anyways, by the way, that doctor, there's like no laws in place to get to arrest him. Even though I feel like that is rape. If you're inserting sperm inside someone that they don't have consent from that person. Like if you thought you were having sex with one person and they switched, that's rape. So why is not switching sperm? But... Again, U.S. government, you know, no laws. So I think they tried, they got him on lying. Like he said, he never did it. So they were able to like bring charges against him on lying. But I don't think he went to court at all. And I'm sorry, I have no idea what this is called. (laughs) I don't know the name or (laughs) where I watched it. But I'm sure other people do let me see if i can find it really quick okay so the documentary is called our father it's on netflix there's 93 known half siblings but there could be more because that's just people who have done the dna test and i think it was in indiana he worked in indiana So it seemed like a small section of, like, these people could have been dating their siblings and never known. They don't go into it on the documentary. They don't interview, like, all 93 people. But that's insane. Um, I guess... Hold on, because I want to give, like, an accurate... It's saying at least 44 physicians who abuse their have done this to patients without them knowing. So in Indiana, Kentucky, and Texas, they have ruled the practice illegal, but there's no federal law, meaning only in those three states can you not inject sperm, (laughs) like your own sperm. That's insane. That should be a federal law. I don't understand like how the... U.S. works and operates that should have been a law before like I don't understand why bad things have to happen to make it a law but here we are and it's still in only three states oh and I think like one of the most annoying parts was he has like all these health issues so then he spread that to all these kids and they don't know or it takes some time with health issues process of elimination figuring out like what exactly is wrong with you so it's just fucked up on one level and then that just takes it to a whole new level like he's not even a healthy human being so it's sad and it's sad that some of them look so much like him rather than their own parents it's so insane and fucked up. And he had a whole family with kids. Like, he was married with kids and then was also doing this. So I don't know if his wife knew. And I don't understand how no one he worked with could have known that. And then I just remembered one of the... I don't know if it was one of the women who had the sperm injected or the kid... 
was saying, how is this not considered rape when it's a sexual act? He had to masturbate to get the sperm. And then right after he ejaculates, he's injecting that into another woman's body. Like, all of that seems very sexual. And the DA refused to prosecute on that level. So I don't understand. It's like, do people not get that's so personal and invasive and definitely should be illegal federally? (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) But anyways, I guess I'll finish today here. I am going next week to my first concert. Well, that's a lie, but my first concert I'm really excited about next week, like a week from today. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. So anyways, I will get back on track and I will give updates on the microdosing if it does anything. The reason I'm doing it is to act as like more of an antidepressant than anything else it's supposed to be really helpful so we'll see it's not it doesn't like get you high (laughs) or it's not supposed to no I'm kidding I'm literally laying down so I think I should just stop talking but I hope you have a great week and stay positive in this shit show of a storm we are currently in and look for the people who are nice and be nice back and that's all I have to say (laughs) bye